Thank you for tuning in to our podcast recorded live each week. Now sit back and enjoy the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoor Show. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. Good morning, Chattanooga area. Tony Sanders Outdoors is live. And we really are live today, right? We really are. You're here? I am here. I am here, too. I did not go feral. It is not memorized. It's not recorded. It is live. Yes, we are. Man, it's been a busy week or two. Yes. Man, we could just we just talk about uh, what we've done the last two weeks and fill up a show. Well, let me say, you've been to Teleco, Nashville. No, no, no. We. You went. Yeah, well, we went to Teleco. Then you came back to Chattanooga. Then you went to Nashville, came back to Chattanooga. You've been all over the state, man. Well, you know, sometimes I am fortunate in that regard that I get to go do things that are fun. And you have been all over two states, three states. Yeah. What was the other one? Virginia. You went fishing in Virginia? A little bit. Did you get a license? Yes, I did. Okay, just checking. Yeah, I did. The line wasn't real clear, so I went ahead and got a license, so. They only have a sign saying you're now entering Tennessee, and you don't have one that says you're now entering Virginia. Right. So I I, I didn't know where the line was, so I I went ahead and got a license just to make sure in case I meandered too far. And I got pretty close, so. But anyway, I did go into Damascus, Virginia, pick up some some sodas and some uh, ice, so. Coke. Went and picked up Coke. Actually, no, I picked up some uh, Dr. Nuff. Ah. So. Cool. Good for you. Anyway, had a good time. Had an awesome time up in the mountains uh, fly fishing, and uh, I can, we can recap now or we can recap whatever you want. Well, you know, we can recap whenever. Uh, we got a lot of stuff to discuss. Oh, gosh, yeah. 24 pages of show prep. Oh, and don't forget the EMS tournament on Monday. That was Monday, and then Tuesday. We didn't even talk about that. That's not, not in here, is it? Yeah, it is. Is it? Yeah, I got the I saw the results. You're right. You're, yeah. right, you're, right, you're right. Okay. So, yeah, we had that going, too. Yeah, it was <laughs> It was busy. I think I think I, mine can be described as fish, 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 EMS tournament, teleco, recover. Talk about fish. <laughs> Well, went to uh, North Carolina and uh, went to Virginia and uh, went up to uh, Shady Valley, Tennessee. Did a lot of fly fishing up there. Uh, got up there on Tuesday morning, uh, just around sunup, and was in uh, Banner Elk, North Carolina. It was rather brisk, uh, and it was even more brisk the next morning. I did a... Define brisk. 35. In May. In May. I did a screenshot. Is Banner Elk that that high? It's no. over four thousand feet. Okay, so it's thirty five hundred feet higher than here. Okay, and uh, I did a screenshot on my phone and put it on Facebook and said, "Burr, it's time to go fishing." And uh, one of my good friends posted a, a meme on there. It was, "You can do it." 
So I got out. We went fishing. It was it was kind of cold. I'm glad I brought a jacket. Uh, we were wet waiting, so we waited a little while until it warmed up, until the frost melted off. You didn't have waders? I did. I did. But um, honestly, some of the creeks we were waiting in North Carolina, the water didn't even come above my ankles. I mean, shallow little drainage ditch. What creeks. I would call I mean, even small. If there's something Puddles. smaller than a creek, a moving puddle is what I would call it. Yeah, a moving puddle. And there's fish in there. There were wild trout. We couldn't sling a cat and not hit some wild trout. We fished, I think, three different rivers in North Carolina and caught a whole bunch of wild wild trout. Did you tinkar it or did you did you normal fly rod? Both. But okay. I found the, t- honestly, I found the tinkar rod probably the most uh, useful tool in my arsenal because the whirling currents, the tinkar rod, allowed me to keep the line off the water and present the fly a heck of a lot more naturally. And we were throwing dry flies for these small uh, mountain trout. Ended up catching a couple of browns, uh, a couple of rainbows over there. Um, and then we went in for the evening. Uh, I was fishing with Rob G's, my good friend from New York. Um, and uh, we decided that night we were going to, you know, go back to the cabin, get cleaned up. While we were there, he gave me a, a haircut, and I found a new barber. So the next. You just got to go to New York to yeah, get that's a haircut? It. Yeah, well, uh, I think we came to an agreement that uh, I'm going to wait until October to get another haircut, and then I'm just going to drive up there and go steelhead fishing with him. Ah. Two birds, one stone. So Gotcha. So, <laughs> anyway. Um, we didn't see any bear, but there were bear in the area. Um, Rob carried his bear spray. I carried something a little bit stronger. And, um. No, you carry, I'm sorry. It was not strong enough. Probably not, but. It wasn't. A 38 is not strong enough for a bear. Period. Okay. I mean, better than bear spray, maybe. Yeah. Bear spray has more ammunition than you had. Mm, true but anyway we had a good time up there uh real slick waiting and uh just had a had a really great time in north carolina then we meandered over to uh shady valley tennessee and met with all the psycho fishers up there and had a great time uh it was funny one evening we were sitting under a tent you know just talking about fishing and you know telling lies and all that other stuff and under the tent were two guys named John and four guys with a derivation of Rob. So there was Rob, Rob, Bob, and Bob. So we had a little trouble, and other people had a trouble when we were all sitting together. So they identified us as Old Bob, Tall Bob, Bearded Rob, and No Beard Rob. So you were No Beard Rob. I was No Beard Rob. And then one day, one day fishing, I posted a picture. It was Bob, Rob, and Rob out fishing. So. We we had a lot of people up there named Rob, so <laughs> it was it was rather humorous. How um how many people in total were at the Psycho Fishers? About thirty six. Wow, that's a big group of people. It was it was it was really great. Uh, everybody fished, uh, different places. I I fished uh the Beaver Dam, which is like rhododendron covered hell. I mean, it, the rhododendron is just so thick. You got to bushwhack to get to certain places. Um. A lot of more dry flies. Um, oh, oh, back to North Carolina for a second. We okay. were fishing the uh, Watauga, and I told you this story, but I'll let everybody else know. We went into a fly shop that was in North Carolina, 
and I think Rob picked up some split shot. And we were talking to the clerk, and he said, oh, the Watauga's fishing good. I said, oh, yeah, I forgot. I'm going to have to disinfect my waders because of the whirling disease before we go over to uh, Shady Valley. And the guy at the fly shop said, oh, there's no whirling disease in the Watauga. And I'm sitting there thinking, well, if it's on the Tennessee side, which is downstream, that means it came from somewhere. So I'm thinking, yeah, it is up here. It has to be. So we went to the stream. We went to the Watauga. We went to this little park. And there was a real big sign that said, attention anglers, whirling disease present. And I knew I was right in that when you're getting that kind of bad information from the fly shop, I'm glad I didn't ask him what flies they were hitting on because he probably would have sold me something that wouldn't have worked. So, makes you wonder. I, yeah, it really I was, does. I was kind of, I mean, shocked. I was too. That um, someone that's in the business of fly fishing would not know that there's whirling disease in the river that he's talking about. I would think. I just, so. I just is. Um. That's just mind-blowing to me. It is. It is. I understand not knowing something, but not when you're in the business. I mean, because I don't don't know about you, I have zero respect for that fly shop. Oh, I do too. I have no respect for it anymore. I can't remember the name of it. I'll have to to map it out and look for it, and when I do, I'll tell you, don't go there. But, uh, no, it was was really great. Um, I did do a lot of disinfecting up there, but I also did a massive disinfecting when I came home. I pulled my uh, felt soles off my boots and uh, soaked them in 100% bleach. To to kill whirling disease, they recommend a 10% bleach solution, but I went with 100 at home. Why? It's overkill. Why did you do it? I don't want to be typhoid Mary of whirling disease. (laughs) Okay, but 100% bleach? Made them white again, too. Yes, it did. <laughs> Made them white again. Probably ate some fibers, too. Yeah, a little bit. But I uh, went ahead and disinfected everything. Washed my waders real good. And uh, so I will not. If whirling disease ends up in southeast Tennessee, it's not me. So uh, let's see. What else happened up there? Oh, drove into uh, uh, Virginia a little bit. Got uh, some supplies and was doing a little fishing up there. And they were having trail days on the Appalachian Trail. And boy, were the dirty hippies out. Oh, my God, the dirty hippies were out. There were, and literally, they were dirty because they'd just come off the trail. But uh, there was probably. So what is trail days? It's where they all meet up and they uh, have a lot of vendors there, a lot of pack companies, a lot of uh, boot companies, other vendors and stuff like that. And they all converge on this part of the trail during these three days. And there was probably over. I think they estimated 1,800 people in Damascus, Virginia, that came for the trail days. Came off the trails? In that area. Is there that many people on the trails at all times? I don't think so. I think not not that many through hikers. A lot of people do portions of the trail and, you know, do like a weekend portion or a month portion or whatever the case is. Or So I think that's where a lot of them came from. But um, You ever had a desire to hike the Appalachian Trail? Oh, I'd love to. I would. I I have a desire to. I just don't have the physical ability to do so, because I am fat. And um, <laughs> I mean, granted, yeah, I'd lose weight, but not in the first. You know, I don't want to start at the north because that's where all the mountains are, and I don't want to start in the south because it'd be like so hot I'd quit. 
So, oh yeah, I'm not in. The, I'm I'm in not hiking shape. I will tell you that I was barely in fishing shape. I ended up carrying my wading stick everywhere, but that wading stick was for a good reason because I'll tell you those streams are slick and those rocks are smooth and you will go head over teacups in a heartbeat if you are not careful. But um, what about unusual wildlife? Uh, saw deer, saw deer across a river, uh, right, maybe fifty yards from us. It started across, stuck its head out, looked at us, went, hmm, "Okay, not a big deal. It's not hunting season," and just wait, promptly just waited right across the stream. Looked at us and was like, hmm, "What you gonna do about it?" Good. And uh, did see did see a couple of bear tracks. Um, didn't see any snakes, so. Saw saw Blackwood a spider, but other than that, we were good. Thirty five degrees. You're not going to see many snakes. No, no. It was it. Was, they had frost uh, the day we were in Banner Elk. They had, I think, they had some frost over in Shady Valley. So, it was, it was rather cool. It was great sleeping weather. It was really great. Oh, and speaking of which, the tent I got at Sportsman's Warehouse was awesome. Kept the rain off me. The rain fly was great. I was high and dry all weekend. And if you're looking for a cooler. I bought a cooler there, too. The Lost River cooler there, it's kind of their brand of Yeti. I put ice in it on Tuesday, and I didn't put ice in it again. And when I got home on Sunday, and it sat in direct sunlight outside my tent, there was still ice in it. It was awesome. Much, yes, less price than the others? Yes, much less. It was around two hundred dollars, whereas the Yeti starts the the comparable size Yeti. I think is five. Okay, so. well that sells me right there. Mm-hmm. So this is Sportsman's Warehouse brand Lost River. Yes, sweet. I'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. As much as I've been traveling, I need a good backseat water cooler. Mm-hmm. So, be good. Get one of those smaller ones for a road trip. Let me go over there to their memorial desk and check it out. That sounds like a good idea. It'll work. All right. Tony Sanders Outdoors. To be part of the show, you know what you got to do? You got to dial a phone. 423 I can't fit another plug in my tackle box. It's always under construction for all my weapons of bass destruction. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. 
if you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423-280-3677. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning, Memorial Day weekend. The unofficial kickoff of summer. Saw a, I saw a meme. And this, it was Memorial Day weekend. The day that many idiots that haven't been on the water in six months show up and go boating. Bring your camera. This is, yeah, this is going to be funny. Uh, be safe out there. Remember, anybody that has a ute 12 years or under in age and the boat is moving, and moving is defined as a drift, you will need a um, life jacket. Life jacket. For all the kitties. On them. Mm-hmm. Not just... In, and properly secured, not just on them. I mean, actually, they have on, to wear it. Yes, I mean, tied if it's a May West or zipped or whatever the case may be. A May West. Yeah, that's the bright orange ones. Huh. You never heard that? Never heard it called a May West. Yeah. Huh. Mm-hmm. Something new. Hey, Jason. Hey, Tony, how are you this morning? We're well, great. And yourself? I'm good. I do some of my best thinking early in the morning, and I just had a brilliant thought. All right. Well, shoot it. I'm not sure we're waking up to have brilliant thoughts yet. So ah, you, you'll love this. I was listening to Rob's fishing extravaganza. Okay. Pretty exciting. Had me on the edge of my seat. No joke. <laughs> well, thank you, sir. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I thought, you know, it'd be a great idea. Once a month. You could do a Where in the World is Rob fishing, sponsored by Tony Sanders Outdoors, and you could be like this traveling reporter slash fisherman going all over the country, catching big fish, promoting the show, all expenses paid by Tony Sanders Outdoors. <laughs> I'm liking this uh, idea. I've told you, I do some good thinking in the morning. Yes, you do, <laughs> sir. <laughs> oh, man, no joke. It, it's it's in fun listening to it. I was kind of living vicariously through you as you're going North Carolina up into East Tennessee and Georgia or uh, Virginia. Hey, just Jason, just really be, cool. be, be sure and note that no no time did he mention taking me with him. 
None. Well, I know what you never know. <laughs> you never know what goes on in the fishing camp after hours. So I guess maybe he was trying to protect you. Yeah, right? that's, yeah what, that's what it was. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was. Well, it, I tell, that sounds fun, though. It was. It was a lot of fun. Um, it was pretty hard waiting. I mean, to be honest, you know how it is up in the mountains. It's those. Mm-hmm. It was rhododendron hells. A lot of places we were climbing under it and through it and trying to get to the river and um and you know you look up and it's you know blue sky and five minutes later you hear thunder because you're in a canyon and you can't see the storms coming so you know how yeah. that, and the weather changes up in those mountains like real quick so oh yeah yeah what weight rod and what length were you using i was using a 13 foot tenkara and a light okay. light tenkara and then i also carried a eight and a half foot three weight okay Cool. And, and I used the three weight. I brought a five weight as well because I thought I might go out onto uh, the Watauga proper below the dam or maybe the South Holston. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I didn't drive all the way over there, and so I didn't. Even, the five weight never came out of the case. I, I used okay. the three weight pretty much the whole time in the Tenkara. And actually, I used the Tenkara a lot more in North Carolina than I did the three weight. Okay. Cool. Sound like you were catching mostly uh, natives. Yes. Ended up catching some native brookies, too. Um, so that was really oh, cool. Oh, cool. It was, yeah, I caught some native brookies up in uh, Upper East Tennessee. I know this is probably blasphemy, but it's early enough that I'll ask. Uh, did you get an opportunity to uh, keep a couple of those little brookies to eat? I did not. Yeah. I know I don't usually keep my fish either, but every once in a blue moon when I get into some native brook trout, I... I'll keep those guys. Not all of them, but, you know, just enough for one meal. They really eat good. They do. They really do. I I will keep fish. Um, My only problem, and I've said this before, is the cleaning aspect. Um, If I actually bring them home here in Chattanooga, my wife has four cats, so cleaning fish (laughs) in the house is what I need to do is take, if uh, limit's seven, I need to keep seven, throw one in the corner and sacrifice it for the cats, and then clean the other (laughs) six. So. Well, it sounds like you've been thinking about it anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've cleaned fish at my house, too, and I've had lots of help, a lot of help. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> well, awesome. Well, I'm like I said, I, it was it's fun listening to somebody else's adventures because, you know, a lot of these places we don't get to go and we'll never get to go. So it's, it's fun to hear somebody else's tales. I appreciate it. You Thanks. know, Jason, that's uh, the more I, I, I'm, I'm like you, I now. I, Typically, I have the advantage of hearing about the trip before we get on the air. Uh, not always, but most of the time. But, uh, you know, the one thing about fishing is it's a lot m- less expensive than hunting. Yeah. Um, and and so you can do, the, like, his trip. I don't know how much he spent, but he was camping most of the time. So you can do that trip pretty inexpensively. It's just a matter of oh, pe- yeah. taking the time to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it just depends on how adventurous of a spirit you've got and just you know taking off and doing it because uh, i know all these these little rivers and streams are not easily accessible as rob said but they are accessible and you don't have to have you know special passes to get to them and all that but but it's it's fun stuff i'm heading to one of my favorite little trout hangouts right now and sweet hearing him talk just got me cranked well, 
I'll tell you what. The, I will tell you what flies I was using. I am not going to be like most of our listeners that call in and say, "What did you catch them on?" And they say, "You know, the end of my line or the hook yeah. or something." Uh, we were I, we had uh, a lot of success with uh, Hendrickson's and okay. pheasant beadhead pheasant tails running a dropper. Uh, we did a caddis uh, and I did a sparkle nymph dropper. And believe it or not, even in that cold weather. Some green drakes were coming off, and when those things came off, it was it was absolutely amazing. It was like a helicopter flying around. Those things are huge. Mm. So, oh wow, um, what size is about? I was using 16, I was 14, using what? I was using sixteen dry and uh, uh, sixteen or eighteen beadhead pheasant tail. Okay, good deal. Sounds great, man. Yeah. All right, well I'll hang up and listen because that's that's part of this show is getting to listen. Well, Jason, thank you so much for uh, always being there listening. We appreciate it. You bet, buddy. Take care now. See ya. Bye. Bye. So let's wrap up the the psycho trip. Okay. You had people from where? Uh, This is pretty cool. I think this part's pretty cool. We had uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, Virginia, Tennessee, Ohio, and New York. And I got to say hey to my northern brethren in New York and Ohio. So Northern Coalition, represent. Were you part of them, you, uh, you Yankee? Well, part. Of, well, actually, I was on the where I was camping. They called it um, Geriatric Row. So, geriatric Row. Yeah, that's where I was. I was over on Geriatric yeah. Row. So you're not old enough to be geriatric. I am now. Are oh, yeah. you? <laughs> I had my birthday Monday. I'm old enough to be geriatric now. How old did you turn? Fifty. Are you fifty? I am fifty. I oh turned, my God! I turned fifty. Wow! I had no idea. Happy birthday. Thank you, sir. Thank you are old. Yep. That's why I was on geriatric group. Have you got AARP yet? Not yet. You see, I can't give you crap anymore about being old now that I've hit the, the 50 mark. It's like, no. eh, yeah, I'm not going to give you any more crap. Yeah, I, I, I notch up another year Thursday, too. So. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not going to give you too much crap. But I had no idea. Yeah, I guess I did. But I didn't realize you were 50. Yeah. Does Deborah giving you hell? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Well, she, she, well her birthday is the 26th, and I'm not going to say her birthday's yeah sunday the 26th so i'm not gonna say how old she turns yeah but she's not 50 no 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 so we do know that yes she will she she has not reached that age yet nor will she on this birthday well can, half a century man is it, how's that sound that's to you? what deborah said i swear to god i hate when you say that <laughs> that's five decades <laughs> yeah i can do math thanks <laughs> that's two quarter century i got you got you i got it <laughs> No, but yeah. Oh, that's funny. No, there were a lot of people. Um, some interesting accents. Uh, the Virginia accent was kind of weird. Hearing it, some of the guys had a little bit of a that Virginia. You know what the accent I'm yeah. talking about, but it was interesting to hear all the different accents that guys had up there. Well, uh, good. I'm glad you had a good time. I had. I had a wonderful time. Looking forward to going back next year. All right. Do you know what to do? Just like Jason, to be part of the show, give us a call two six seven one zero two three two six seven one zero two three. Gotta get up early, and honey, you ain't gonna like it. Cause you can't pee and you gotta be.
Attention landscapers and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491. 472-5491. Or online at BeattyFertilizer.com. If you need any outdoor supplies, there's only one place to go, Sportsman's Warehouse. They have all the equipment you need, as well as a friendly, knowledgeable staff to assist you. If you want a firearm, then check out the thousands of guns they have on the shelf. If you don't see one you want, go to sportsmanswarehouse.com. Choose from over 6,700 models they have, and they will ship it directly to the store. Everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Sportsman's Warehouse, the great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Having a good time living vicariously through Robert and he travels around. Now, I want to warn everybody. Warning, warning, warning. Put your coffee down right now. Because we're going to talk about something that will make you blow coffee through your nose. Yes. So you you, you kind of glossed over this whole wild hippies in the area tent thing, camping thing. Yeah. Day thing, track thing. Trail, trail days. Trail days. Trail days. However, what he didn't tell you, um, he told me without warning me to put down my coffee, that there were a bunch of man bun wearing S essential oil. Dirty hippies. Dirty hippies wearing sundresses. Yes. Sundress. Get this now. Hold on. Envision this. A bunch of hairy-legged, bearded guys, long hair, in sundresses. Yes. And I didn't know what to make of this. I didn't either when I first pulled in. I'm driving through, and trail days is... Is this what kept you from getting out of your car? Yes, it did. I was... I had a... The 38 was on my hip, and... It, no, I was... Mm. I'm driving along, and I see these color... All these... There's... You know, 1,800 people, you know, I'm driving real slow so I don't run over anybody, and these people don't seem to understand the concept of a crosswalk or looking for traffic because they just walk right out in front of you, and I knew that, so I was going very slow. And I'm looking and glancing, and I'm looking, and I see the girls with their dreadlocks and all this, and I look at this one girl in a dress, and I thought, man, she has got some calves, and boy, she's been on the trail for a long time. Her legs are, oh, that's a dude (laughs) with a beard. Oh, my God, and he's wearing a sundress. And I, I looked a little bit closer, and there's eight, ten, twelve of the twelve of these hikers and more <laughs> big guys with beards, several with dreadlocks, man buns. When you think dirty hippie, you, and they're wearing a girl's sundress with the little spaghetti straps, <laughs> and I'm like. Okay. Okay. Now, Teach now, their own. Uh, Teach hey, their own. Yeah, I was getting ready to say everybody is 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 free to in America. Yeah, they're, they're but pr- I have to admit I struggled with this concept. Mm-hmm. Maybe I struggle with the concept of putting my fat butt into a sundress. I don't know, but I just I struggle with this. Yeah, I did too. Um, 
I, I well, I found out. I, I made a few calls to a few hiking friends, and I they <laughs> they said it's not no, that tell, uncommon. Tell me, tell me they don't wear sundresses. No, they don't. But okay. it's not that uncommon. It's an issue with chafing. Oh no, no, it is uncommon. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, a, it, a big bearded guy in a, a a flowered sundress is is not normal with tattoos. They, I mean, like lots of tattoos. A couple I would. Of those I days. would. Could you imagine what it'd like to walk upon this on the Appalachian Trail in the middle of the trail? Bear spray. <laughs> bear spray. My first thought would be bear spray. <laughs> first thought's a gun. Bear spray. Um, but apparently it's a chafing issue, and to keep some form of modesty, it's a lot easier to go to the bathroom. You don't have to pull down your pants or do whatever you need to do. You can just hike up your little pretty skirt. So, um... <laughs> Apparently that's and it was pretty. I mean, nobody like really uh, reacted to that at all. But you, no, no, everybody was cool. Every apparently it's a thing. I didn't realize it. They're probably looking at me going, "What's that dude wearing the khaki pants standing in the river for?" I'm like, "Okay, they're not khaki pants, but you know." I still had my waders on, and I walked into the store with my waders on, and the wo- woman didn't even give me a second glance. So she's seen fishermen, you know. But you know, I had them rolled down. But, um, yeah, that one threw me for a loop. That that one. That I, 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 when I got to where I was, when I was driving back through, I made sure the doors were locked when I drove back that way because, wow, that one, that one threw me for a loop. Sundresses. I, I mean, like, just go into your local, yeah, department store and buy your sundress. Yes. Man, <laughs> it, it's still, it's, he's speechless. Yeah, it, it, it threw me for a loop, but, uh, you know, that's something you'll never unsee either. No, no. And the weird thing was, I'm looking, and I thought, when I saw that first first sundress, I thought, wow, she is buff. That's a dude. Oh, my God. And Now, I mean, I'm, I've seen some girls come off the trail. Don't get me wrong. I've, seen, I've been around the Appalachian Trail some. I've seen some girls that come off the trail. Very athletic. A, very athletic, and B, when they come off the trail, they're not carrying a razor. So, yeah, they look like a... Well, they kind of look like a little furry Ewok with their legs, or, so, or maybe a baby Sasquatch on occasion, because they haven't had a chance to shave, nor should they, on the Appalachian Trail. I got it, but wow, you're not expecting that. I don't know, or at least I wasn't. <laughs> well, let's see what your buddy has to say about this. Mm-hmm. Hello, Beaver Man. <laughs> Sir, please clarify that the. None of the attendees of the hallowed PFF were wearing sundresses. Absolutely not. Okay. These were the freaks from the trail or allegedly yes. from the trail down there in the smelly hippie town. Yes. Okay. Thank goodness. Mm. I was afraid I had <laughs> missed one event and the whole thing had gone to Hades. No, it has not. And next year it is, I just wanted to let you know, it is Tenkara only. Yeah. Right. Okay. I'm thrilled about that. So you have converted yet another stalwart, eager fly fisherman to the dark side with your little fancy cane pole. Yes, I have. I have converted another one. Rob Jeeves ordered one online as soon as he got back, and he, I think he got it yesterday. The Rob and Rob and Bob and Bob show, huh? Right. So, yeah, great, great stuff there. I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I had to stay home and make people's yards pretty. Co-host the radio show. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. it was fun, too. 
man, Don and um, Keith were such nice guys. And so, so much turkey knowledge between those two it, it is amazing. Oh, I do, I do have a message for you that I can tell you on air from uh, Tall, Tall Bob, Bob Thomas. He said, How many messages do you have? You can't say on air. A lot. But uh, Bob said, he said, the goat said, duh. <laughs> you got to watch that goat. Yep. It's scary. Well, y'all, uh, at least y'all got rained on. That's that's important. That's if all part it of the experience. be BFF without rain. Yep. Didn't have you a lot. Got Only got one day, and it was cold. It was it was cool. And you um, did it, whatever was making you sneeze your head off three weeks ago. Was that making you sneeze your head off again here? Oh my God! When you got up there, I didn't realize it after I'd got off the air or talking to y'all on the radio. I'd been sneezing so badly the night before. I was having one of the worst allergy attacks I've had all year, like I was having three or four weeks ago, and I couldn't figure out what was going on, and I was eating Benadryl like they were M&Ms. And, uh, <laughs> I, they're about two weeks behind us in the bloom cycle. Exactly, and I think that's – and when I talked to Carter, that made perfect sense. You know, his knowledge of plants and all is – it was literally two weeks behind because two weeks ago I was just, you know, dying – if I could have found some sandpaper up there, I would have scratched my eyeballs with it. I had a toothbrush scratching the roof of my mouth. I was sneezing so much. Oh, it was crazy stuff. Oh, it was just allergies were killing me. But the uh, the beaver dam fished well. It it did. It was a little stained. I mean, we don't know why it hadn't. It had rained earlier, but not terrible. But it was just a little bit off colored. But it was. It's all the bear poop. Yeah, That's maybe. What it does it. Uh, there was a bear sighted at, uh, I didn't sight it, but there was a bear sighted up at uh, Shady Valley. So um, They're in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had a great, had a great, Stoney, great time. You, you got to fish Tony? Yes, I did. Excellent. With a Tenkara, by the way. You better not let JT catch you out there with that. Yeah, I know. He'll whoop you. That's, that's, those are his private private fish. I know. Man, it sounded like a great trip. I'm sorry I missed it. Um, I had a great time sitting there and making smart aleck comments in between the two fine gentlemen that Tony had as real guests last week. And um, you, I'd be happy to do that again for the, the high rate that you pay me. You you are more than welcome. Uh, for you know for that, that big money that you give me every time, I'm, I'm glad to come in and, and make as many off-color, though FCC- Allowed comments that uh, that you'll allow. Well, I will. Uh, I will remember that, sir. Right on. All right. Well, hey, we're gonna go get some Q this afternoon and uh, chomp down. You might want to bring a fly rod, Rob, because there are there are some your favorite little sunfishes in this pond. Okay, we'll do. Well, uh, we may take a look at them. Sounds good. All right, gentlemen. All right. Enjoy. See you. Cool. Bye. All right, time to go pay a bill. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors.
Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Attention landscapers and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491, 472-5491, or online at BeattyFertilizer.com. Here come the ducks, hit the high ball up. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Shut up the dogs there. All right, what do we got on the calendar of events? Calendar of events. June 1st, coming up, is the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Banquet at Alhambra Shrine. Doors open at 5 p.m. That'll be next Saturday. That's next Saturday. On the 20th of July, the Friends of the NRA is going to be having their banquet at the Westin. Doors open at 5 p.m. Book early to avoid disappointment because the once the tickets are gone, that's it. Yep. And we've been selling out uh, for many years in a row. We're going to do it again. And then on uh, September 5th, the Medal of Honor Heritage Center Sporting Clays event is going to be held out at Benton Sporting Clays, and the money goes to help the Medal of Honor Heritage Sporting Clays event. And we've also got Fishing with a Deputy, Hamilton County Sheriff's Office. You get to fish with a deputy Saturday, June 8th at Chester Frost Park. Registration begins at 8.30. Fishing event from 9 to 1. Uh, so the kids can come out and meet Buddy Gross, who's a FLW pro, and they can also meet their local deputy sheriffs. So that'll be really great for the kids to get out there and do some fishing on free fishing day. I asked Matt if he would um, take the handcuffs off of you so you could fish. Me? Yeah. Oh, I was going to ask him if he if he had any of that chalk. I'd lay down on the ground and, you know, let him draw around me holding a fish. That'd work. Yeah. So that uh, uh, Matt will be in here next week i think okay cool uh, to talk about that but i'll get that confirmed up so yeah looking forward to that that's gonna be a really great event that's gonna be a really great event i think i'm on i wonder if they've got that lost creek cooler on sale today memorial day sale i don't know we can go check i might need one mine did exceptionally exceptionally well it ex- it really exceeded my expectations and it kept ice forever and you had a tent that worked. I was high, dry, and happy. And cold. Eh, I was Stuff in my sleeping cold. bag. I I was okay in my sleeping no. bag. No. Stuff was cold. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yes. My drinks were cold. My drinks were cold. My food was cold. And my cold cuts were cold, as they're supposed to be. That's why they're called cold cuts. Yep. Had a great time up there. And all my gear worked really, really well. Really, really well. All right. So what do we got in the, coming up in the next? There are a lot of stuff. We haven't really even talked about the uh, uh, Moment of Freedom uh, 
Fishing Pier that was dedicated. We'll talk a little bit about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, give you a recap of what happened at the TWRA meeting this week in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And a cool story about how our radio show saved a listener's dog's life. Mm-hmm. Tongue firmly planted in cheek, maybe, but... No, we actually uh, saved the dog. We saved the dog's life, yes. Yeah, so we're, we're heroes on the radio, too. Yes. We don't wear capes, but we are heroes. <laughs> so that, a uh, whole lot of other stuff coming up uh, in the uh, second hour of Tony Center's Outdoors. When you want to, to be part of that show, give us a call at 267-1023, 267-1023. We'll see you in about nine minutes. Don't stop that podcast now. That's only one half of the show. We'll be right back with the second half of Tony Sanders Outdoors. Tighten your life vest, strap into your tree stand, and get ready for the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors. Your source for outdoor information, education, and entertainment. Now, here are your hosts, Tony Sanders and Rob Pratula. It's kind of weird to be sitting there watching Facebook Live, knowing what I said, and then seeing me say it like, a, you know, 30 seconds later. or Right. Or I just put on my glasses, and I was thinking, dang, it's bad to have to put on your glasses to see anything. I, I just, but, you know, it was like 30 seconds after I put them on. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Obviously, you can catch us live on Facebook because... We're looking at it right now to make sure that we're streaming correctly. Mm-hmm. And for the first time in what, how long have we been doing live? Over, Over a year. year. Yeah. We realized today that I could flip the camera around, so now you can actually read everything that's above our heads instead of backwards. So. Mm-hmm. Yay. Yay us. Modern technology. In, in finally figuring out how to actually use it. Oh, yeah. Uh, we did a really cool thing on Tuesday. Uh, you rode up with me, and uh, appreciate it because it was uh, it was it was a long it was a long trip actually. Mm-hmm. Um, Vanna, you just hear your little hand thing. Yeah. Um, we went up to the Teleco Hatchery uh, on the Teleco River in Teleco. <laughs> when more Telecos can I get in there? Uh, and it was it was we had a great time. Um, the purpose of our trip was to dedicate the Moment of Freedom Fishing Pier, which is a a handicapable access fishing pier. Uh, they have a parking area there. They have a ramp that takes you from the parking area down to the the ramp level, or to the to the entrance to the fishing pier, and then the fishing pier takes you uh, to the water. Now, if you've never fished Teleco, it is an extremely difficult place to get to the water at times. Yes. Very steep. Yes. And so people that were in wheelchairs or people that were limited in mobility um, would have difficult getting to it. However, um, anybody can get to the water here now. And the pier's actually out over the water, which is it a is. great thing. And uh, it's at a really great spot. Um, at the fishing. hatchery? At the hatchery, <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, as as uh, Director Ed Carter said, it'll be easy to stock this thing. Yeah, just yeah. Maybe really they'll just run a shoot from one of the. Might as well. One of the uh, the, uh, the races long. to to the water. Yeah, it'd solve that problem, wouldn't it? Oh yeah, solve that problem in a heartbeat. But yeah, getting the tour up there is all. I've I've been up there several times, but uh, getting the tour from uh, we kind of got a behind the scenes tour, so that was really cool. I mean, I've had the tour tour, but getting the behind the scenes tour, it, you're, it, you're getting, it's, I'm getting it's good to hang out with the commissioner. Yeah, I was getting ready to say, <laughs> yeah, you were getting the tour that uh, the people that pay for it gets the tour. Yeah, I got that tour. <laughs> so yeah, but it, you were you were there with you were there with forget the commissioner, you were there with uh, the director and the deputy director and. Uh, the deputy director who was over fisheries for 25 years. Yep. So you got the real tour. Yeah, I got the real tour. So it was really cool. And uh, I, I think that's a great project. And I did not realize that they had done other projects like this. And um, they mentioned one out at uh, Real Foot area. And they mm-hmm. also mentioned a, uh, a skeet shooting or a, a sporting clays right. uh, moment of freedom area so i think i think twra is is way ahead of the game now devil or do they're doing a great job on this one yeah. they're doing a great job on this one they are and met an outstanding young man uh by the name of zeke humbry mm-hmm. is that right That's Hem- what? zeke hembry hembry mm-hmm. uh 13 years old uh was born with a hole in his heart uh and let me tell you uh calling him handicapped is not the right thing to call him he is definitely handicapable. He he was he was not slow in his wheelchair. No, he came in hot a few times and then he slid to a stop. And I'm going, and you're coming in a little hot there. And he just it was pretty funny. He was the uh, young man that was first down the race uh, at the grand opening, and uh, oh yeah, he, he did a. A NASCAR burnout at the bottom. Yep, it was pretty funny to watch. But uh, he had a big time. great young man and uh, loves the outdoors. And uh, I was I got a chance to talk to his dad, and uh, and and Zeke has a uh, four wheel drive wheelchair top deal, and uh, I I mean other than he was in a wheelchair, I saw nothing that was slowing him down. No, and uh, and so there was possibility for him to be able to 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 get to certain areas on the uh on the teleco because of the wheelchair that he has access to but i was talking to his dad and you know his dad said you know the great thing is well, when he starts driving in a few years he'll be able to come up here and go fishing without having me having to worry about whether everything is okay or not because yeah. it, safety was was phenomenal so hats off to TWRA, uh, hats off to the Watson family of Mountain View dealerships. Uh, this was, when this project was first announced, um, David Watson uh, embraced it. Uh, when he had gone up there with his father, and uh every year in uh austin watson and um he um and, and he and his brothers and stuff that's just kind of where they kind of grew up in the summertime and he embraced this and he and his family and friends 
raised $75,000 of this money that was needed for this pier. Uh, we were able to take and appropriate some money from the TWRA to finish it off. Uh, so what David was able to do was amazing. And, and the uh, fishing pier is actually named in honor, partly in honor to uh, his, his dad, uh, who died in 2005, and, uh, uh, and some others too. It was a really great event. It was really great. And this is, to me, this is one of the things that, you know, they always say that if you don't toot your horn, your horn go untooteth. This is one of the things that really, you know, sets TWA apart as far as an outdoor agency and, and is this type of community service and outreach to help the, a specific set of people gain access to the outdoors, and that's what they do. And they're really, they took this challenge to heart. They really did. So I, I got to give them props. Also got to give them TWA props. Apparently at the uh, PFF, I was the unofficial spokesman for the Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency, be, being one of two people there from Tennessee. Um, I turned about four or five people onto the TWA app, and they said it was so easy to navigate. They bought a license last year. Their information was already in the system. All they had to do was click two buttons, and they had a license. They were good to go, and they said that the app was really, really great. So well done, web people of TWRA. Yeah, they do a good job. They do. No doubt. Um, now, one of the things that was kind of cool about the Teleco hatchery was they have uh, done some breeding of albino trout. Correct. Now, you thought they were something else. I thought they were palomino trout. But they're really albino. Yeah, they are true albinos. Their eyes are red. Yes. Um, and they did the breeding there, right? Yes. And if I'm not mistaken, didn't he say it was one of the first times there had ever been successful captive breeding of albino? Yes. And they're going to put those in the water. Yeah, and there's a lot of them, too. Some of them are getting pretty big. Yes, they were. I wish I saw I saw a dip net, but I wasn't real sure if I'd get kicked out if I grabbed a dip net and decided to do a selfie. So I decided... Discretion is a better part of valor. We should have asked. <laughs> but the the cool thing is 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 you're going to be out there fishing and you're going to catch one of these. Now the interesting thing is you can see those things in the water. Oh yeah, oh yeah. They're white, and uh, and so it's that means critters can see them too. Yes. So that may become a lot of critter food. Could be. They can't hide too well. No, they don't. They don't blend. They don't blend, and their camouflage is a bit off. But um, the round building up there, if you've ever been up there, is the brook trout uh, research lab too, and they're working with the true southern strain of brook trout up there, and uh, they're rearing and uh, hatching true southern strain mm-hmm. brook trout, which is our native fish, and I'm I'm glad to see them do that. So and that was with money. Help, hopefully, hopefully, or helpfully donated by Trout Unlimited, mm-hmm. uh, as well as some other money that was put into it as well. And there's more things happening with the Southern Stream too, mm-hmm. which is cool. Very cool. So that was that was the Tuesday, and we didn't talk about Monday. Nope. And that was the uh, EMS bass fishing tournament. Correct. And I saw the results of that. Right here. Good. Uh, first off, uh, congratulations to 
Dan Maxwell and Amy Maxwell for tremendous effort in putting together the eighth or ninth, I forgot what it was, uh, tournament, and I think that was really cool. And uh, congratulations to Chattanooga Police Department. They took home first place and Big Fish. Uh, Jamie Willis and Chris Coffey came in at 22.29 pounds. And then the Big Fish was 6 pounds and 10 ounces. It was a hoss. It was, uh, it was, I was glad to see that. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a post-spawn, I think that was some pretty good fish. Mm-hmm. A lot of people fishing. They had 51 boats, so congratulations to them. Uh, so, again, Jamie Willis and Chris Coffey come in first. Robert Stevenson and Jim Bullman come in second with 1609. James Burkhart and Tyler Ezel came in third at 15.4. Brett Taylor and Chris Mason came in at uh, fourth, 1488. And Dan Broom and Terry Carter came in. Uh, in fifth place with 14.77 pounds. It was a good time. It was a really great event, and everybody had fun and saw a lot of fish, saw saw a lot of five-bag fish, a lot of them. There were a few that were short, but the majority of them, the fishing was hot. So, Yeah, good job, guys. All right, it's time to go pay a bill, and when we come back, we'll talk about what? Where are we headed to next? We need to we we previewed it. We need to talk about that we saved a dog's saved life. a dog's life. We'll do it. We'll be right back. I'm on a first name basis at the tackle shop. I got a charge account running up nonstop. Attention landscapers and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer. 472-5491, 472-5491, or online at BeattyFertilizer.com. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Are you a member of the National Rifle Association? If not, why? No other organization in this country fights for your rights like the NRA. In the current environment, our rights under the Second Amendment are being attacked every day. While we in the South may feel comfortable, that is not the case all across America. The NRA is taking up the fight for you, and you need to be a part. Join the over 5 million men, women, and children who are members of the NRA. Go to TonySandersOutdoors.com and click on the Join NRA link. 
Don't wait too late. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging out with you this Saturday morning. Coming to the phones as we speak to talk to our friend Tom. How you doing, Tom? Hello? Tom? Tom? Hey, Tom. I'm putting back on hold. Can you hear me now? Yeah. yeah. Hey. Technology. Guys, Tony, Technology. Tony Tiger. Rob the Shark. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Doing good. How are you? you really know. good. Thanks for that NRA ad, too, man. Oh, you're welcome. Go NRA, man. Yep. We need him. Yep. We need him. We need to pray to God. Please pray to God that he'll, that he'll help us. We need to straighten ourselves out and do, do the right things. Yes, sir. Uh, how, uh, how are things in your lane, man? Everything is hunky-dory, man. I'm, I'm living the dream, Tom. That's okay, kid. That's really good. That's good. My turn signal's I, uh, still on. I'm still making a left-hand turn. I'm just riding down the lane with my blinker on. That's what I'm doing. You're not going in circles, man. You're uh, <laughs> you're you're hunting the fish. That's what you're doing. True, true, true. Just uh, just be just be good. We'll do. Just be good. What's uh, what's going on? Just hanging out, doing a show. Okay, man. Uh, well, you guys have a great Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, and, sir. And uh, thank God for our troops. Yes, sir. For all the for all the courageous men and women that have sacrificed themselves. Uh, not only those to the point of and beyond death, but all those that serve every day, protecting us and helping us. It allows us to to live the life that we're living. Yes, sir. And thank you for President Trump. <laughs> uh, well, with that, I'll say I'll say goodbye, and uh, we'll have to have a little breakfast here. All right, Tom. We'll, we'll see you. See you, man. Bye. You be good. Peace. Bye. Bye. You know, it is Memorial Day weekend, so let's it not is. forget the, the 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 men and women who have died serving our country. That's exactly. exactly what this weekend is for. My grandmother called it Decoration Day. You know why? They decorated graves, I'm assuming. See, this is kind of a special day for me. Uh, I was actually born on original, traditional Memorial Day. Right. The 30th of May. and um, But it was called Decoration Day. Uh, I think the late 60s when it became Memorial Day. Uh, and that was, they went out and decorated the graves of the, of the men and, and women, mostly men at that point, uh, who had died in service of the country in, in, in war. Mm-hmm. So that was what it was. They were decorating the, the, the graves. That's the name. Oh, yeah. So, but uh, now you got me curious. So you, you talk while I look it up. Okay. Um, I'm gonna, since I'm still talking, I'm going to talk about something. Uh, there was something here that I saw that I really wanted to talk about. One more thing about my trip. <laughs> I'm going to go back to it. Um, I found out the South Holston also has whirling disease along with Arwataga. So, um, granted, I did 100% bleach on my, on my uh, felt soles just to get it done. But um, if you are actually going to one of those two rivers this weekend... Uh, please don't spread whirling disease. A 10% solution soaked uh, 
I mean, wet it down real good. Um, if you're using a kayak or something, be sure and use a bleach wipe on your kayak or your boat just to make sure you don't transport any of the whirling disease to other rivers. So please take some caution. Don't transport fish or water from those streams to other areas either. So, so it became Memorial Day in 1966 or 67. Okay. I'm not sure exactly what the timing was, but late 60s. Late 60s, okay. Yeah. No, I was, I was, when I was born, it was May 30th, and uh, my grandfather always, uh, my grandfather's birthday was the 4th of June, and so we always celebrated in between them, typically the weekend between the two birthdays. Right. And, um, but he always told me, you know, all kinds of things about Memorial Day and, uh, and really made me appreciate, um, Memorial Day and, and, uh, and he never, and I've told the story, probably not here, but he never really told me about his service. He was actually shot at Iwo Jima. He never really told me about that, but he did tell me about when he was shot, he was actually pulling one of his buddies back down to the beach and, uh, he was dead at that point. And, uh, and so he, he kind of made a, a big emphasis on, you know, the people that had sacrificed for us. Right. Um, in war and, and, and other things. And, um, and then it was much later that I kind of heard the story about the battle before he died and, and stuff like that. Uh, it was really very moving to, to think about that from that perspective. So. How old was he when he served, do you know? When he served, early 20s. I mean, early, early 20s. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. That generation. They say it's the greatest generation. They do. I, I, and I now know why. I mean, so. Okay. Uh, we prepped it. We did save a listener's dog. We did. We did. We are heroes. Okay. <laughs> maybe, that may be a stretch. When you hear the story, that may be a stretch. <laughs> so we're up at uh, Teleco going through the the uh, the lunch line that they had. They had a... Um, uh, a buffet line of barbecue and trimmings. And so we're going through, and a young lady in a TWRA shirt with a TWRA badge said, "You, I want you to know you saved my dog's life. And I had no idea who it was at the time. Right. And I said, I saved your dog's life. She said, yeah, I will find you and tell you the story before you leave. I said, okay. <laughs> and I had no idea. So uh, she came over. It turns out it's uh, Kurt Miles' daughter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is now the assistant chief of wildlife. Uh, it's, it's his daughter. And she had met someone that was coming on our show in February. And I don't even have any idea who it was. Anyway, they were coming on the show in February. And so he told her that he was coming on the show. Now, she lives in um, up near Crossville, I believe. And so she set her alarm to get up to listen to our show with this guest on the air. Am I correct? You are correct so far, yes. 
So she gets up, and she had a. Is she still kind of dog? I think it was. I forget the breed. It's the big fluffy white breed. Uh, like not a newfie, but a. Oh yeah, 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 the, yeah. The, the 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 guard dog. Yeah, that one. Uh, what is? It? I'll I'll find it. I'll I'll look. For Great that. Pyrenees. Yeah. Great Pyrenees. Who had had some seizures. Right. And the vet had given him some medicine to give the dog when it was having a seizure. So she gets up at 4 a.m. to listen to our show because they're an hour behind us. And she looks outside and her dog is laying on the ground having a seizure. And the seizure continues so she actually administers the medicine to bring the dog out of the seizure. And if she had not gotten up to listen to our show that day, then her dog would have died because the seizure was not ending and without the intervention of her. So she thanked us for having our show when we did because we helped save her dog. Mm-hmm. I felt good. Tony Sanders Outdoors Cares. I felt good about us. I did too. So we did a good thing. We did a good duty for that day. We did that day. Time. That may be the only day that we do something good. But I, th- and I did think that was kind of cool. And yeah, that was a good uh, story. And and I think she was giving us a lot more credit than she should have. But I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, it was it was kind of fun. Uh, I'm glad her dog was fine. Yes, most definitely. And, uh, but I, I did uh, I did I did find that just somewhat humorous. It rather it was rather funny. Uh, and then I saw uh, about a, a young man that is the uh, conservationist of the year out of Chattanooga, correct? Correct. A very young man, in fact. Let's see here. Here it is. Uh, Cash Daniels of Chattanooga, Tennessee, has been named the Youth Conservationist of the Year by the Tennessee Wildlife Federation. Um, at only nine years old, Daniels is already leading the charge into more uh, conservation-conscious co- world. Known as the Conservation Kid, he organizes uh, monthly waterway cleanups and speaks with businesses and local agencies about reducing their waste. Daniels is recognized by the Keep Tennessee Beautiful as the youngest person to adopt a river mile and is a recipient of an International True Sage Community Spark Award. This young man has done a lot in his nine years and he was recognized as the youth conservationist of the year congratulations we need to get daniel Dan or cash on here oh, to talk of, about should, what he does should be out of school we can get him on yeah. it's saturday so yeah it's early saturday though yeah he might not be up we'll see there were several other winners uh in many other categories but that young man led the pack good deal had a uh, had a great uh, evening with twf and uh, there's some exciting things coming down the road. Not going to tell you what, but uh, we are working on some stuff with TWF and uh, looking forward to that partnership. And uh, you'll be hearing a lot more about that in the in the coming days, okay. cool. uh, coming months. Not sure exactly when it'll roll out, but pretty cool stuff. Very cool. All right, we're going to go pay a bill. We'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. To be part of the show, give us a call, 267-1023, 267-1023. I said you got to get up early, and honey, you ain't going to like it, because you can't pee. 
you gotta be quiet. Like a good neighbor is not just a saying. It exactly describes my friend, Rodney Allen. For nearly 20 years, my family has relied on Rodney for all of our insurance needs. He's been there when my kids were learning to drive, when my wife had been hit by a few deer, and when I needed life insurance to protect my family, as well as when my grandson was born. As you can see, he's not just our agent. He's part of our life. Rodney Allen, 423-847-3881. Like a good friend, Rodney will be there for your family too. 423-847-3881. Sportsman's Warehouse is a perfect place to shop for all your outdoor equipment. No matter the season, Sportsman's Warehouse friendly staff and knowledgeable experts can assist you in finding what you need for your adventure. If you're a hunter, angler, boater, hiker, camper, or need clothing or shoes, Sportsman's Warehouse has just what you need. If you're looking for a firearm, Sportsman's Warehouse has over a 1,000 guns in the store. Now, if you don't see one you want, you can go to sportsmanswarehouse.com and select from over 6,700 guns offered online. Then you can have it shipped directly to the store, everyday low prices, no shipping charges, and no processing fees. Don't forget to sign up and register for the Sportsman's Warehouse loyalty card. This will give you points towards gift cards and special promotions, as well as keeping you informed of upcoming events. Be sure to like them on Facebook for prizes, promotions, as well as things happening at the store. The place to shop for all your outdoor needs. Sportsman's Warehouse. The great indoors for those who love the great outdoors. Highway 153 and Lee Highway. Attention landscapers and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491. 472-5491 or online at BeattyFertilizer.com. Welcome back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Hanging with you this Saturday morning. I just found something for you. What's that? For your gun. Oh, is it a turkey barrel? No. What is it? Oh, Stoger barrel. Yeah, I need that. Exactly. I need that, yeah. Look at the current price. Ooh. I might have to bid on that. I would. That's, I, I saw that, and I'm like, huh. That, that, that's, that's Robert's right there. That's Robert's gun. Robert's gun. Which Rob? Bearded Rob or non-bearded Rob? Non-bearded Rob. Yeah, bearded Rob. Uses over and unders, so you need uh, you need a beard though. I, well, that was up for debate on Facebook, and apparently my wife put the kibosh on that real quick. She vetoed it pretty quick. Oh yeah, yeah. She said last time I grabbed a beard, I look like those weirdos that sit at Waffle House at two o'clock in the morning and ask the waitress, "Are you the only one here?" I need a garbage bag and lots of towels. Can you help me out? You know those type of people. And you did that with the Billy Bob Thornton voice and everything. Oh yeah. Interesting. Yeah, she says I look like a criminal when I grow out my facial hair. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> All right, where are we going? I don't know where you want to go. We got to go somewhere, but I don't. We've got. Uh, you want to recap what happened at the uh, TWRA? Uh, the biggest thing this time was the um, 
chronic wasting disease, we have issued new regulations for CWD zone. Mm-hmm. We established the CWD zone, which is the eight counties in um, West Tennessee where CWD is or borders the CWD counties. So you've got a buffer zone of counties that it has not been found well, founding yet. But well, the way they the way it works is let's say you find a let's say you and I go out and we shoot a deer and it tests positive for CWD. We then go ten miles out from that and that becomes a hot zone. Okay. And then I'm sorry, I think five miles is a hot zone. Then ten miles is the watch zone or whatever. There's okay terms I'm really butchering right now. So what happened was is is we've got an area where, you know, we had 185 positives, and they're in two counties plus one errant or one, one in one county. And so we were trying to, the biggest thing. There's two things. We're we're not trying to eradicate, but we are trying to thin the herd. Uh, but in the process of doing that, we're trying to get data, testing data, because like anything you have, same thing with, you have, you, you, you get diagnosed with something in your body like cancer. What do they do? They, they cut out the cancer, and then they cut out the area around the cancer to determine if there's any cancer spread. They're trying to find the edges. Right. So we're trying to find the edges, and so part of that is, is testing. So what we have done is is... We have completely changed the season in the zone. Okay. Uh, now, you know, in Tennessee statewide, you have two um, two weeks of muzzleloader and then rifles start in. In the zone, rifles going to start after one week of muzzleloader. Uh, muzzleloader is actually going to start earlier in um, archery season. So we're, we're, and again, the purpose is to be able to take more deer out to give more opportunity for the hunters. We can't do this without hunters. Right. And so, um, so we, we just period, we can't do it. So what we're trying to do is empower the hunter to go out there. A couple other things we did that was kind of cool, I think, is, you know, we have a two buck limit in the state of Tennessee. If you kill a buck and it turns out to be CWD positive, we'll rep- let you replace that buck. So that's good. Yep, that's good. And 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 there's no limit to that. So if you're out there hunting and you end up uh, constantly killing a uh, an infected deer, you're going to keep getting another buck. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that's a good idea. Now, second thing we did, which again to get the hunter uh, involved, is You've killed your two bucks. You can then go out and take at least two does, and you can earn another buck. All right? Okay. I'm with you. I'm following you. You kill that buck. You go kill two more does. You can earn one more. So you can get a chance to earn an additional two deer, two bucks, right, and four does. And the four does is kind of a, a weird thing because you can kill so many does down there anyway. Yeah. But, the, again, the whole purpose, and this is only in the zone, the whole purpose is to allow the hunters to help us solve our problem down there. 
and you need the data. So I mean, and we it, need the data. I mean, it, is there still going to be there's mandatory check-in, mandatory check ins okay. yeah. and uh, and several other things? Okay. The other thing that we did, and this is what was the most debated part of the of the the deal. Um, they wanted to open the three day velvet hunt to guns in the zone in the CWD zone. I didn't. Okay. And um, not just me, but there was a couple others. So this was the most discussed thing there was. Uh, I made a, a motion in committee, uh, and it was seconded by um, Commissioner Box out of out of that area, uh, and it was to not to allow guns during the three-day hunt in August, just to leave it archery. The ultimately, after several hours of meetings and discussions and stuff, um, you know, from the from the DS, we ultimately ended up with um, they're going to use allow muzzle loaders in that hunt. The velvet hunt. The the, the August hunt. Yeah, right. The, the velvet hunt. They're going to allow muzzle loaders in the zone. Um, I voted no. Um, and, and here's why. And, 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 and I'm not going to say I got a lot of questions, but I had a lot of people ask me why. And so I'll, I'll tell you, I have, I have no, the, I, I'm all for the August hunt, the velvet hunt, as it's become known as. We've only done it one year. Well, the thing that the struggle I have with it is this. In August, the deer are still in bachelor groups. They haven't started breeding yet. They're not as stupid as they are during the rut, but they're darn close. Okay. They're in bachelor's groups. They're easier to kill. They're not as uh, in a, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? Not as wary of the hunters. There's a lot of things that they're not. And I just think it's too easy to kill them, and I didn't. So it's wanna, not fair chase. It well, it's it's not as it's it's not as difficult to chase. Right. Okay. And and you and I both know that uh, a good hunter can take a three hundred, four hundred yard shot, and a deer's never going to know you're there. Right. Well, the th- other thing I had when they went to the muzzle loaders, and 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 I told I told uh, the guy that made the proposal, I said, look, I, I can't support it. So I got a muzzle loader that shoots 700 yards. Mm-hmm. It's no different than a rifle. So I, my issue is the same, other than I'm not going to have multiple shots. Right. But my issue is still the same. Uh, and so I voted no, but it passed, and, and I'm good with that. And uh, But I, I wanted people to know where I stood on that and why I stood. It was not I was opposed to the science. I'm, I'm all for them getting it. Uh, and I was for, I had no problem with moving the seasons around and, and all that stuff. I could have just about probably been happy with uh, gun all through, you know, just gun, gun muzzleloader archery the entire the entire season in the zone. Right. I didn't, I could have probably supported that. Okay, uh, but I just I, that velvet hunt is such a special hunt. I just wasn't as comfortable with it. But that's all right. I mean, it's good, yeah. and uh, and we know uh, we passed it, and and I support it, and that's I, that's the way it's supposed to work. Yep. So that's kind of that was the big thing. Democracy in action. All right, final break of the morning, and we'll be right back. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Thank you so much for being part of the show, and uh, 
We will be back in just a moment. If you're looking to target your product or service to the outdoor community, Tony Sanders Outdoors can help. Nearly one-third of the radios are tuned to Tony Sanders Outdoors on Saturday mornings from 5 to 7 a.m. Whether it's a recorded commercial, live reads, remote broadcast, or product endorsements, Tony and Rob can help. Give us a call at 423-280-3677 to discuss your advertising needs. Tony Sanders Outdoors, your outdoor advertising solution. 423 423- Attention landscapers and lawn care specialists. Your customers want a green, healthy lawn, right? Are the products you're using getting the job done? Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland specializes in customized fertilizer blends that will have your customers' lawns looking like a golf course fairway. The pros at Beatty Fertilizer in Cleveland are the experts in lawn care. So when you choose Beatty Fertilizer products, your customers and your competition will take notice. Guaranteed. Beatty Fertilizer, 472-5491. 472-5491 or online at BeattyFertilizer.com. Man, we are done with the show today. It's been a great week. It has. It has. It's been a busy week and a great week. It's been a good show. I'm back to civilization, per se. You're back. We're both back. Yep. Uh, Enjoy some downtime. I am. I'm looking forward to the weekend and got to go pick up my dog from from the border. Pick him up this morning. And he'll mope around all the rest of the day, pouting because I took him from all of his friends. All his little doggy friends? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He he has such a ball. He gets mad when I bring him home. <laughs> it take, I mean, it really takes a day before oh, he'll start acting like normal. Hmm. So so I'll go get him this morning. And, uh, look forward to that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try and do a little fishing this weekend. Next week is the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation Banquet at the Alhambra Shrine Temple. Right there in East Brainerd, doors open at 5 p.m., and that's always a fun time. Look forward to that one. Uh, man, it's hard to believe. Just a couple of months away now from the Friends of NRA Banquet. Uh, it's going to be at the Westin, starting doors open at 5 o'clock. And then the Medal of Honor Benton Sporting Clays shoot is coming up, uh, and that is on the 5th of September. You'll hear a lot more details about that in the future. And then uh, two weeks from today is Fishing with the Deputy. They'll take handcuffs off of Rob and let him get out there and fish as well. Uh, but he's been hanging out with deputies anyway, so that solved that problem. Yep. And meet uh, professional fisherman Buddy Gross, who is uh, a, uh, I believe he's on the FLW tour. You are correct. And, uh, but he's a great guy, and I uh, look forward to, to getting out there with the kids. And this is going to be happening at Chester Frost Park, right? I correct. Believe? Correct. Registration begins at 8.30 a.m. So... What plans do you have? Fishing? Fishing. Fishing, and that's pretty much all my plans right now is fishing. Well, that's good. I'm looking forward to it. I am too. So we'll have fun with it, right? I hope so. Hey, if you're out on the water, wear your life vest. I know know you'll get funny tan lines, but funny tan lines, notwithstanding, you'll be alive. Wear your life vest. And be careful out on the water. Remember, drinking and driving a boat is just as as legal as drinking and driving a car called BUI. You don't want it. Be safe. Look forward to talking to you next week. Tony Sanders Outdoors. Have a great Memorial Day. Thank God he made me this way. Hunting, fishing, loving every day. Early in the morning. You have been listening to a podcast of the award-winning Tony Sanders Outdoors show. 
Please subscribe to our service to get updated shows weekly throughout the year. Like us on all the social medias to keep up with what's going on on Tony Sanders Outdoors.